All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Tater Talk, recorded right here in Tate's Comics in somewhat sunny South Florida today. Well, anyways, we're bringing you all of the crispiest business, even on this wet day. Yeah. And I'm that fifth doctor that thinks you should just take a chance. Anthony. Hi, I'm Brian. I'm the one who puts the swamp into the thing. Hi, I'm Joe. I prefer the man thing to the swamp thing. Same. And I'm Jen, and let's, uh, I don't know if I know man, man thing? Oh, the infernal man thing. What? You don't know who the man thing is? He's no. Florida's very own superhero. Oh, oh, he's the ape thing. Nope. No. No, no that's the skunk ape, I think. Okay. That's the skunk. Man thing is Marvel's. Marvel Comics Cared Marvel's swamp thing, and he first got, like, uh-huh. became his thing in the Everglades, uh-huh. and then Howard, actually, he's super tied to Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In fact, Heyman Howard the Duck used to have a detective agency where a prostitute was a secretary. There you go. Lesson. (laughs) You didn't need to know. Very much not. No. Nobody needs to know that. Pat did Tate's comics, I just told you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Side note, I would like to see a skunk ape comic now. Uh, d- don't don't say that too loud. But like he only does Florida man <laughs> things, like throw alligators through Wendy's or kill somebody with a squirrel. Oh. Like yeah. he's powered by meth. Oh no, that would be kind of yeah, it's Flocka actually. Flocka powered. Yeah. Oh, by the powers of Flocka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have me at throwing alligators. Oh yeah, it's great. Somebody Florida once man. threw a, an alligator into a drive-through window of a Wendy's. Of a Wendy's. Oh no! Yeah, it's like a thing. Yeah. Welcome to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Where the further north you go, the more south it gets. Yep. Yep. These are all true things. <laughs> <laughs> We're like the U.S. is equivalent of Egypt. We're like upriver is actually south and downriver is north. Yeah. The further south you go, the less southern it gets. The further north you go. You just start hearing banjos, and then you hit the golden spot. Florabama. Oh, yeah. Florabama. Florabama. Where Florida flowers such as brindles and Britleys and Kodai's roam the day. I was going to say, don't forget the Kodai's. I can't forget the Kodai. <laughs> it's so stupid. God, it makes right. me angry to this day. Well, let's go to our, to, to our damn comics, all right? <laughs> Florabama has gotten way too much of our time, and it's only been like three sentences. Or not enough. No, no, it's too much. much. Way too much. Hey, they could hear this and then promote us. This could be our podcast big break. Kodai doesn't know how to hear, let alone read, okay? Kodai is like, I was mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the the speaker of my truck. (laughs) I was on my phone pooter. (laughs) My phone (laughs) Jesus. All right, let's get to our comics. Jen, what did you read this week? Um, I read the annual for Catwoman. It was good. It was good. Um, closed up story, her involving her taking in one girl and then taking in a group of girls and then they all become thieves and then some of them die. And it's all right. <laughs> Your enthusiasm like, like, yeah, with some of them die. I was, like, I was like, man, that was the good part of this no. story. <laughs> it's very based up. It's all set up in that whole like, um, not not investigation, but like almost interrogation. You know, you've got Catwoman on the video, and their detectives are questioning her, and they've got this some other lady who's part of the gang of girls who three of them died. <laughs> um, yeah, and it, admittedly, I didn't know who the Immortal Man was, so when he came into the story, I was a a lot confused. <laughs> <laughs> so personally, for me, it like was a little 
it's a little weird. Yeah. But um, overall, as a story, it held together. I feel like with the name of the immortal man, you kind of get what he is. I assume so. <laughs> I assume that maybe he can't die. Maybe, maybe. He, he did get stabbed with a weird spear. So uh, the spear you know. of Longinus. <laughs> Longinus. <laughs> Longinus. Pronounced Longinus. Longinus. <laughs> you know that's how Hellboy pronounces it, so it's pronounced that way. I, I pronounce it the Ava way, which is. <laughs> 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 but you know, you know, like let's not do things the Ava way. Ava not, taught us anything. Ava way is not the way. You know what? I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, maybe like the immortal man's like kind of how you call like a towel guy tiny. Like maybe yeah. it's the opposite. Maybe he just, just constantly dies every single time he shows up. Well, and that would kind of make him immortal, wouldn't it? Yeah, like the Kenny. Yeah, <laughs> the Kenny of DC Comics. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but overall, it was really good. Okay. It was a good close story. I don't read any of her stuff. And, you know, it was pretty much, I mean, aside from not knowing who Immortal Man is, I made it through. <laughs> <laughs> you somehow survived. Uh, no, it was a good read. Okay. It was a good read. I'm giving it some crap, but it, it was a good read. I recommend it. Okay. All right. Nice. Nice. Especially if you haven't read Catwoman, you can yeah, get you can in just kind of pick it up. Nice. Nice. And then Joe, how about you? Jen chose for me... Uh, the Blossom 666, number four. <laughs> number four, nice. Number that book is four. real wild. Yeah, it is. That book is great. <laughs> so if you really like, uh, I don't know, Riverdale with a touch of Antichrist thrown in there, it's freaking awesome. You got the Blossoms and the, I, well, here, a small amount of uh, info. I did read the very first one of these, so it's not like I was completely lost. Oh, okay. A lot has happened since the very first issue in four issues. But um, this one, so their brother Julian is now back. So the Blossoms are going, are fighting with each other to be the Antichrist. And there's this whole thing that their family didn't tell them about. And Betty's parents were actually part of this uber cult. We're just going to call it the bad guy cult because I can't remember the name, the name of it right now. The Abaddon or something like that. All right. But uh, you've got a third twin with the Blossoms. It's it's not just the two of them. So Jason and Cheryl. A third twin, not a, a triplet. Third, not, not a triplet. Tri- a third twin. Because that's how it's written. It's a third <laughs> twin. All right. Because it's a twin to the, I guess, I don't even know. I don't know. All I know is that they took this kid away when he was little. And by little, I mean old enough to know he had siblings little. Um, so they take the third Blossom kid away. And then he goes and lives with the rats and these cult occultists in the woods. And it's basically like, um, you know, if Sabrina, the adventures of Sabrina had happened. But she was she was told she had to, like, to murder goats and stuff constantly. As a child, like, this is how you become the Antichrist. It's really freaking weird. Man, Archie Comics has changed. Uh, Blossom 666, yo, they about that Antichrist life. And I feel like when you said earlier, like, you know, it's like Riverdale, but with with more Antichrist. Hey, don't don't put that past Riverdale. They could definitely put that in. The- you never no. watched season three, have you? No, no, uh, no that's oh what I'm gosh. saying. Like, <laughs> tell me, Jingle Jangle turns people into no, the but there's like a weird occult angle coming into it now. <laughs> Out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah, I I'm about that life. Okay, so apparently it's just like Riverdale. Enjoy it. <laughs> but uh, oh no, actually the art is freaking phenomenal. It's a gorgeous looking book. I I am I'll read the rest of it just because it's pretty looking. But it's a really it's really seems dumb. Like I guess uh, the Julian guy comes into town and he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna be the Antichrist. Neither of you get to be the Antichrist." And then Jason and Cheryl are like, "We've been trying to murder each other for years to be the Antichrist. I guess instead we'll try and murder you." And so he's like hanging out with Betty, trying to get Betty to do bad things. And I guess they've already turned Veronica and they've turned Ethel. And Ethel's like running over to Jughead and is like, "You gotta come out to the woods and help me." Next panel, you see her face and she's like, "Hey, hey I'm gonna murder you in the woods. It's great." Everything about this book is fantastic. 
Did she have like a mustache that she was stroking? She did not have a mustache. There was no girl tied to the tracks, but wow, were we so close. <laughs> Archie's getting weird. Archie aggressively getting weird. Like they're about weird. to have Jughead Time Cop come out. Oh, yeah. I will read that as well. Where he's a t- I will probably <laughs> not read it because I don't like the writer. Oh, yeah. It's the guy who wrote the Iceman solo series. Oh, no. Never mind. Didn't like that. Which I didn't think were good because they did the thing I didn't want them to do. Uh I was like, oh, because Iceman's gay, they're going to put every gay mutant they can in there. And boom, there goes Dakin. And I'm like, okay, he can have like other gay friends that aren't just the three or four gay mutants that exist. Yeah. Or, you know, he can just have like normal Mm -hmm. friends. Or that. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Or if you're going to have him be with a guy. It doesn't have to be Dakin. I get it. He's like one of three gay dudes in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Dakin. <laughs> and I mean, it, it ended up not being because that just didn't work out, but not because it wasn't that just didn't work out enough. Yeah. It's the same guy who created Shade. Oh. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the, the drag changed. queen. Uh, yeah. Right. Which I think is cool, but I, I just don't like his writing style, so I probably won't read Drughead Time Cop. Oh, that makes me sad because I kind of liked the whole Shea Coulee as a drag queen thing. Like, I, I thought that it was kind of fun. It was not you a know, great book. I'll tell you this. I might have read it if I didn't watch the episode of Hey Queen he was on, where he super turned me off of wanting to read his stuff because he was just cattier than I think he needed to be. A little too, I'm like, okay, I don't really care now. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you know, outside uh, forces influencing, you know, your bit, opinions. It's, it's fine. Hey, that, that's what, uh, that's what well, this is all I about. I mean, his main opinion was that he didn't like the stuff the guy had written before. No, Just, no, Iceman absolutely. didn't no, light my, my brain on fire when I read yeah. it. I was like, eh, I yeah. wanted more. I guess I wanted more from Iceman than what I got. Mm-hmm. Well, it was also in a, during that time, there was a whole bunch of X-Books that were doing, like, each character got their own little solo yeah. run. And I would honestly say it was probably, like, the weak, one of the weaker ones Both out of Both of them. his runs True. were kind of the weak, because he had those two mini runs. And I will say, especially when you had people like X-23 and oh, all yeah. like, his was, like, the I guess the one easiest not to pick up. Yeah. yeah, 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 probably. All right, so now let's get to to Anthony and I. However, stipulation where this is going to be a, a roundtable discussion with what we read because two it, major things, and it will be spoilery. Yes, it will be spoilery. Uh, the first major thing is what I read this week, which was Heroes in Crisis number nine. It's the wah, last one, wah. and then Anthony has read Doomsday Clock. Finally, finally, and uh, and it finally reveals some stuff. Yes, so, so we're gonna have to basically discuss and explain these both. two books. So they're gonna be a little bit longer than our usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I've read, absolutely. So, so first we'll start with Heroes in Crisis, an actual ending ish. Yeah, not really. Uh, uh, kind of. Uh, were you able to read it, Jen? No, I've I haven't been following <sighs> around along. I've been relying you, heavily on you guys just telling me. In what the words happened. of a great drag queen, meh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was because the thing is, is, like, you really could, like, legitimately mm-hmm. read the first three and then skip to the last two. And you're good. And you're fine. I'm, I'm pretty sure you could follow along fairly easily with, with that. And even then, I don't even think mm-hmm. you need all th- the first three. It well, just does a lot of explaining in the first Like, they three. have that middle thing in the arc where you have Batman and Barry investigating stuff. Yeah. They're not even in the final issue. Final They're, two issues. They don't matter at all. No. So what are their things doing? And you have, you know, the beginning. Them, Superman, Wonder Lois Woman, Lane, and Lois, all of them. None of them. None of the Trinity matter, which, you know, I, 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 I'm completely cool with because they don't have to be involved yeah, in everything. But you However, did involve them. Yeah, you did involve them and you did have them like doing a lot of like the outside stuff, the ancillary stuff, and then not even come into it in the last two issues. 
So and I mean, then the solution yeah. comes out of left field. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was kind of crazy, but I did enjoy how it did show like it does have a circle circular thing. Because basically, what the end is is you see um, uh, what is it? Uh, Booster Gold and all of them crash into the two flashes In or the two hero one pose. Yes, and then they, they walk out have- of the ship. And they're all doing a hero pose. And I mean, like, they are the only one not doing it is Harley. But everybody else, like, Booster literally has one arm up and is flexing towards the side. Yeah. Like, they're all and then, hero pose. Yeah, After then, having it, just crashed. Yeah, and then ba- yeah, Batgirl is just, like, standing like like the most, like, like badass woman ever. Just, yeah, I walked out of a ship. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird. It was so weird. But, you know, so... So then it goes into and then and then you and then you find out that so Wally West is the one who kills everyone. Um, yeah. So we we learned that the last issue though. This issue we learned that this is a circular thing. The old the five days older Wally West uh, has already had this happen to him, and he's just explaining to younger Wally West, "Hey, this is what's about to happen. Uh, don't freak out. Uh, this is you know I, I freaked out five days ago as well. You'll you'll get used to you know listening and hearing everybody talk." And you'll be more fine with it. And then they like solve the whole, but then they're like, oh, well, we still need a body. Because they put, have to close the time loop. They still have to close the time loop. So they have, still have to put a Wally West body into the past. And they solve the that. They solve that like fairly easily. Like Boozer goes like, oh, yeah, I did this for my birthday last year. They just, solve it by telling us yeah. of a, a really cool adventure I would have liked to have seen. Yeah, which is Booster Gold's birthday party. Like, Booster Gold keeps on mentioning his last birthday party. It's like, oh, yeah, this is similar to what happens to my last birthday. It's like, well, I would like to see that. But, but like, it goes on. It's just like, oh, yeah, we can just go back to the 24th century, whip up a clone, and then we'll put it back here. We'll hyperage it and kill it. And, yeah, it'll be fine. And it's like, okay. Okay. This is, like, a very, like, like, very, like, super easy fix. Like, and then we get the best line of dialogue. Oh God! From Su- from Booster from Gold. From Booster Gold, where he goes, uh, "Bros before heroes." What's that? Is it actually is a really good monologue for him until oh, yeah. that point. Until he's that like, point, he's like, "You're not just a superhero. He's like, you are a person. You're allowed to be flawed. You're allowed to make mistakes. You've got to realize it's got to be about yourself before it's about your superhero self." And then he ends it with, "Bros before heroes." And then they fist bump. Yeah, him, <laughs> him and Wally West fist bump. Oh, okay. So then they, I guess, go to the 24th century, clone a body, bring it back and kill it, put it back in the past to close the time loop. We don't see it. Yeah, we don't see it. We, we just do know what happens. We see Beetle and Gold running with a corpse, but that's it. Like, like oh, show me. <laughs> yeah, show a, cor- me this. a corpse in a body bag. <laughs> but but then, it, but then it like ends with Wally West in jail. Like, like okay, like... All right, I, I get that you, you know, you did bad things, obviously, you know, you killed a bunch of people, but... He didn't kill him on purpose, He didn't though. kill him on purpose, but, you know, I guess that, you know, it is all about repentance and stuff like that, but I don't... I and don't then know. it ends with, I guess, Sanctuary kind of... It still exists. Restarted again. The, yeah, throughout the entire issue, you're <clears throat> seeing new heroes uh, that you haven't seen. You're seeing the confessionals, but it seems yeah. like it's after the issue. So it's like, like, oh, this is reopened, and, you know, this is yeah. what's going on. Okay. But it's kind of like, oh... These are cool, but like, I'd rather you spend these pages with more story. With more story, this. please. Okay. Oh, there was some fun stuff with like uh, each one of the panels had one of the Robins in it, mm-hmm. and they were all talking about how the other Robins are really great. They're you know Dick's this one, you know he's he's a smart, witty one. Uh, Damien's the little badass, you know, and then it always ends with, well, what am I? 
but then each one of them does that okay. with the other ones. Each other, like, yeah. Each one of them thinks the other Robins are better, yeah. or they're this, and then they don't think that they're anything. And then it ends with Damien just going, no, I don't I don't care. What, what do you want? What do you want? Did they say something about me? <laughs> <laughs> it was, that, that was pretty funny. But even then, like, I agree. It could have been, like, story versus that. Okay. But what's up? Can I ask a question? Of course. Yes. That's okay. what this is about. All right. So I just remember there was, like, so I didn't read them. Yeah. Um, But I remember there was a plot, sort of like a plot line about, like, oh, all of our, like, therapy sessions are going to be released to the public, and it's going to be yeah. really bad. They were, and they were. Uh, we don't see any more of that we after, like, issue three. Oh. The only thing that they tell us is <laughs> okay. that now the people know their heroes are flawed. That was the one line we get in this one. Oh. Yeah. It's like, okay. It's like, okay. But and then, like, but then yeah. it doesn't do anything enough so that heroes don't go to a new sanctuary. It doesn't okay. seem to be affecting the larger DC universe. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Well, so they killed some pretty big name people. Are they still dead? Yes. Yep. So like Poison Ivy's dead and no, like oh, okay. no, yeah no, <laughs> so oh, yes okay so that was the wrong example. So Poison Ivy has a contingency plan where she gave uh, what was it a Harley oh, a rose, yeah. but that rose if you plant it grows into a new Poison Ivy. It contained okay, and then Wally knew about it. So huh, future Wally tells past Wally because past Wally hasn't killed him yet to go to Gotham City Harbor and get the rose because Harley dropped it, which I guess. At some point, future Wally learned that she did that. Yeah. Which, that made no sense to me. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So she, he goes and gets it and then plants it and grows a new ivy. Although it seems like this ivy is something's not quite right. Because she was talking to Harley like a robot. Yeah. It wasn't the same. Yeah, it did before. like some. Yeah, with the font, like they kind of like did like a little bit of waviness to it and okay. whatnot. So, so yeah, past future Wally told past Wally. Past Wally got the thing, planted mm -hmm. it so that she's not dead. So that they can then kill future Wally and bring him back and close the time loop. But then future Wally's like, no, you don't want to do this, even though I did this. So don't do... It's weird. It's kind of homoerotic, too. Because <laughs> there's a lot of pictures of these two very muscular men in skin-tight suits just embracing each other and hugging. There was a lot of that. I agree. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Now that you brought it up, yes, that is true. I was like, oh, Samantha. But it, it, it ended... I mean, it's... I don't... It didn't have to be nine issues. It didn't have to be nine issues. It also didn't, I don't think it really, they didn't show, you know, in the actual issue what this changed or what this means for the entire DCU. Other than Wally being in jail. Other than Wally being in jail and people knowing that their heroes are flawed. Okay. Um, do we have any comic book runs that are going to touch on this? Doesn't or? seem so. Oh, okay. I, don't know. I, 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 I think so. I just don't know. Batman and Flash kind of did. Yeah. With cold case files, but that was also in the middle of this entire arc and doesn't seem to actually affect anything. Yeah. Yet. Okay. It was just, I don't know, it was a meh of an ending. It was like, oh, what? Oh, okay. Yeah. And then they threw me off with one of the confessionals. Um, One of the confessionals has Kyle Rayner, and he does his confessional in Spanish, which is fine because most people don't know that Kyle actually is Spanish. It was just so weird for me to see him. Like, he never speaks Spanish in the comic books. Like, it's mm. almost never. Why now this moment? Mm -hmm. It just so seems so weird. But he is Spanish, so I, I will say part of me is like, oh, you actually acknowledge that he's Spanish. Nice. <laughs> and I hated Guy Gardner's confessional. Oh, yeah. He's like, I was supposed to be the original Lantern before it hit Hal. What do you have to say about that? What does that mean about me? I'm like, shut up. That's what it means. He means <laughs> tell him to shut up. Shut up, Guy Gardner. <laughs> oh, 
Did you get the vibe that Tom King was laying seeds to basically redo the Vision comic with Red Tornado? Yes, I did. I yeah. hope he doesn't do it. Yeah, I agree. Because basically, Red Tornado is like, I think you know, I'm thinking about building a family. You know, I'm thinking a about wife doing and daughter and you know, like no. seeing how this goes. And it's like, okay, I see you. I see you, Tom King. You I hope want, it's like, just a reference. I don't. I hope. Because he apparently has four more books that he wants to start coming in the next coming year. I hope one of them is not a Red Tornado book. Yeah. I mean, that book, it's not like that book, the Vision book went under the radar. No. He won, like, awards for that book. It's how he got his DC job. Yeah. yeah. I I almost feel like, I kind of hope it's not DC being like, we want something like Vision. I hope it's a wink and a nod and that's it. I, I, but I, I went to yeah. Brian like, hey, <laughs> was this just me? No, it wasn't. It was definitely. I, I, I'm. I'm gonna hope that it's just a wink, a wink and a nod, because they they shouldn't do another one of those types, or he shouldn't do one another one of those types of books. Because yeah. it was, it was good, especially because they did kind of come out of nowhere with the vision. Yeah. Although who knows what he'll do now? He's gonna get that movie money. Oh yeah. Movie money. Every single time a DC writer gets that movie money, they suddenly do not want to deal with the comics anymore. They're like they're <laughs> like Homer in the bushes. They just. Yep. <laughs> they just now he's writing the the uh, New Gods movie with um. Ava DuVarney, and I'm like, well, we'll see how that goes. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was uh, that was Heroes in Crisis, number nine, the last one. Eh. So now let's move on to Doomsday Clock. Issue 10, almost two years later. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of? 12. Okay. Uh, who knows when we're getting 11 <laughs> or 12. Um, so what happens in this one? So this one, they finally reveal how and why and what Dr. Manhattan changed that created the 52 universe. Okay. And they start to reveal why there is the rebirth universe. Okay. And it's not that it's not cool. And I'm not saying it's not, but it could have happened again. This could have been revealed issues ago Mm -hmm. and things could have progressed quicker in this comic. So basically side note, I like how the world was in an outrage over Batman's ding-a-ling. Oh, but yeah. we don't at all <laughs> care about Dr. Manhattan's, which is not a mature-rated book. Anyways, well, just that them, bothers me. One of them's blue, the other one's Batman. It's a different thing. Well, you know, yeah. judging by the fact that he doesn't seem to want to have sex a lot, it's also probably blue. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> Migrated from the balls to the, just the whole thing. He, he blew himself. <laughs> um, so basically, the story is kind of split into two... Not actually split into two, but there's two things. So you're following this actor who's like a really bad actor, but like he's about to be on the verge of not being a bad actor. Um, and his mom is blackmailing him. And that's one thing. And then Manhattan comes into the DC Universe timeline about three months before Action Comics, before Superman showed up in the DC Universe. But the actual real Action Comics came out with mm-hmm. him with the car and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you see him kind of looking around and he's trying to basically parse out what the reality is. Um, and he meets this guy who isn't an actor yet, uh, Crave or Cra- whatever it is, and realizes this is my per- my touchstone in this reality. So this mm-hmm. is going to be my guy that I always come back to as my anchor. You see over the course of the years, they have meetings every like year at the same exact time, April 18th, April 18th, every year, da, 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 until you don't. So that's one aspect of it. And it's because at some point, Dr. Manhattan stops being able to see this person's future because... Manhattan experiences his time all at once, whereas we experience it linearly. He experiences it all at once at the same time. This guy, at some point, he can't see this guy's future anymore. So you're left with the whole, like, oh, well, that's because that's when he dies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it is partially true, but there's also because while this is happening, Dr. Manhattan witnesses Superman lifting a car to save people. 
All right. Um, he it witnesses Alan Scott um, grab onto a lantern in a train accident, which turns him into the Green Lantern. Um, you know, he witnesses Jay Garrick get exposed to heavy water, which turns him into the first Flash. He kind of witnesses the sort of uh, formation of the JSA with Spectre and all that kind of stuff. Um, he also flashes back to his own stuff, like bringing the Silk Spectre to Mars. So he kind of is witnessing all these different things. And he kind of realizes that the main reality is the DC universe and all other realities are just branches off of that universe, including his own. Okay. And he also acknowledges every single reset that the comics have ever had by showing you all the different times uh, Clark's parents have died. Because usually when they really reboot the comic books, his parents die in some new way. Oh, I see. Either an old age or a car crash. And that's yeah. how, it, whenever they did a reboot of the comic books, that would happen. Okay. So he realizes that this whole reality, that this reality is the reality of hope and it all centers around Superman. All right. That Clark is the center point, which I kind of hate. Mm. <laughs> I really do hate that. It's like, it, he doesn't have to be. He yeah. doesn't have to be your center point of your universe. But I mean, he, he is though, and I mean, in, in, in no, actual he, reality. I mean, yeah. I, get, I don't think he is. It's called Detective Comics, not Action <laughs> Comics. It's called DC Comics for a reason, Brian. No, <laughs> but you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. No, I just I hate that mean. it is that. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. like I actually thought it was kind of hilarious that the center nexus in the Marvel universe is actually Hank Pym. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, that's hilarious to me. Talk about a know nothing center point nexus of a universe. <laughs> and I guess I was hoping like it'd be great if it was like Stephanie Brown, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. if she was the DC universe. So anyways, he basically decides to see what happens if he alters one thing. So right before he does that, you actually see um, Superboy get brought to the 23rd century, and he's about to join Legion. And while that's happening, it's juxtaposing with Dr. Manhattan changing something else in the past. Okay. And so what Dr. Manhattan does is he makes it so Alan Scott never gets the lantern. And that makes Superboy fade away from the Legion. It changes all the events. And then you see the beginning of the first issue of Action Comics in the 52 timeline where the, the it's almost drawn the same too because okay. Alan Scott never became that Green Lantern that JSA never formed that universe never became what Clark would what the main continuity was therefore the 52 universe happened now okay. and you start to see that and they show like him in like the work pit boots and the t-shirt with the S on it and you start seeing pangs of that and then he realizes that the universe though is kind of like um like a living body, and it's trying to correct itself and heal itself. It knows this is wrong. So you actually do see Wally bursting through, the pre-52 Wally bursting through, trying to fix things. And Dr. Manhattan's like, no, this is not happening. Okay. And then it kind of uses that to explain why there's rebirth, because it was the universe self-correcting around Dr. Manhattan by using Wally, who had been shunted out of the time stream, as a way of sort of ointmenting or like an antibiotic to the virus of the 52 universe that Manhattan's kind of created. Okay. Huh. So that is issue 10. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. That's an issue. I... That that's an issue. You know, the reason that, or not the reason, but the way that this came out two years later. <laughs> but I feel like you could have taken this issue and you could have taken this issue alone and spread it out over yeah. Because a lot of the issues, it's been a lot of like nothing's really happening. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, kind of like kind of like Heroes in Crisis. Kind of like Heroes in Crisis. <laughs> so yeah, that is issue 10. And it, I mean, I'm not going to say it's not cool. It is cool. I will say I don't like that he created the 52 universe. And this is as a Flash fan. I like that it was Barry because usually in the DC comic stuff, if a dimension gets messed up or a timeline gets messed up, it's because a Flash just can't help themselves. Yeah. <laughs> it's because a Flash did it. <laughs> Because a flash messed something up, and mm -hmm. because a flash didn't know when to just stop. 
So I don't like that this is now, oh no, it was Dr. Manhattan basically experimenting. Yeah. You know, it it was... Yeah, it's, it's him playing like The Sims and he's just like, hey, it was very much what that, if I just you know? build a wall around this guy? What happened? Yeah, like, what would this do? <laughs> so I guess by Alan Scott missing that lantern, it altered things that Superman became Superman, but in a different circumstance because the universe was no longer the same. So it created 50. There is more stuff in it, but that's the big bulk of this issue. Okay. Um, All right. It's just, it was just like I said, it wasn't bad. It was just like, wow, that's a lot of information you just dumped on me in issue 10. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's still two issues left. Yeah, I look forward to reading them next year. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> the year after. <laughs> yeah. We'll get one and then another. Yeah, you'll get 11 probably in like November. And then an epilogue. And then, and then Yeah, then you'll get number 12 maybe around. January. If, if we're lucky, maybe June. Of next year. Of next year. And then, you know, you got you got your epilogue. You know, maybe, do a nine-issue epilogue. Yeah. They'll, they'll do, you know. Uh, uh, Clock Bre- of Doom. Uh, brightest Doomsday. Brightest Doomsday. Blackest <laughs> Clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's yeah. All right. Well, that's that book. Do yeah. you do you think it would have impacted the universe to get this book yes. two years ago? Yes. It was supposed. It, it, it was reads supposed like to. it was supposed to supposed reshape, to. It, but it reads that way. Yeah. Like in spite of you and I knowing, we all knew because that's what we were told. No, it reads like. This was supposed. This is supposed to fundamentally change the DC universe. Okay. Mm-hmm. But now it can't because they all had to move on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, yeah. It's, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, so let's get on to, uh, I guess, news this week. Let's start with the, uh, I guess, the biggest news, which is uh, Robert Pattinson uh, is going to be Glitter Batman. Glampire. It's going to be. A, <laughs> yep. It's going to be Glampire Bruce. I'm a little excited. Yeah. I, I, again, like I said last episode, as long as I, I'm fine with him, as long as the chin and mouth is fine, yeah. Yeah. it's fine to me. And apparently this is going to be a trilogy that's, you know, it's, it's going to be following mm-hmm. his early days of being Batman, which is why they wanted somebody who was in the early 30s. And they want to apparently heavily delve into his rose gallery. Yeah. Oh, nice. And the ones that he has to use solving detective stuff. I'm like, because they want to go with a noir feel. I'm like, that's great. Yay. Like, yeah. Sorry, that's what we were talking about last week. It's like, we just want Batman to be a detective. Yeah. yeah. I think Matt Reeves is the one that signed on to be the director, right? Correct. Yeah, well, yes. he's been signed on since back when Affleck was still going to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't when know that. Affleck stepped down as director, Matt Reeves came in. And he's been working on this since back when Affleck was still going to be a producer and act. I still would have preferred a Terry Guinness. Oh, and- <laughs> Terry Guinness would be so... But, you know, we'll you never know, get it. We're never going to get it. But that- I mean, well, maybe if the Phoenix uh, not version of um, Joker works out, we could start in Elseworlds. It would have to be uh, whatever his oh, name Joaquin is. Oh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. I literally went to this terrible movie about to come out. I'm like, the uh, Phoenix no, I, version I of Joker? No, I said it and I was like, oh, and I couldn't remember his full name. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah, remember yeah. was Phoenix. Yeah. Um, but we could get in Elseworlds. It would have to oh, be absolutely. separate. Although I am curious... He's a drastically different person than Ben yes. Affleck, so I'm very curious about maybe every have they have I missed something? Or are they openly gonna be like? Well, Affleck's they? gone. Yeah, no, I know, but like for the continuity, there of, is no. There, I don't there think there's no continuity. continuity. Just, yeah, I think that because that's why that's why Aquaman didn't reference it really. It did, but it didn't, and uh, then it, all reports go to that the reason why. One Woman 1984 is a soft reboot is because they want to lessen her connections to BBS and to Justice League. 
Yeah. Okay, so although, they're just gonna kind of cut out the. Yeah, although Penny Jack and Patty Jenkins is now kind of, uh, uh, she she kind of wishes she didn't push it back to next year because yeah. she's the one that did that. Mm. She kind of wishes she would have just left it as this year. She's like, it's already done. And yeah, it's done. We've it's already done filming. Yeah. <laughs> I just want it to be done and out in theaters, and yeah. I did this to myself. And now it's gonna <laughs> come out right after Black Widow. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Because hey. uh, I mean, oh hey. no! <laughs> Literally, I mean, Black Widow's gonna widow. Black Widow is going to beat it to theaters. Like uh, I don't think I don't think the DC EU has ever EU the DCU has ever found like a gun. No, that EU they ha- was right. No, DC, DCU. Yeah. yeah, the DCU hasn't found a gun that they haven't been able to shoot themselves in the foot with. <laughs> I feel like the, rather than try to you okay, you've already proven you cannot do a shared universe like what the Marvel stuff has done. That's fine. Not mm-hmm. everyone has to. No. Embrace Elseworlds then. Do yeah. you know how cool I would show up to watch a Red Sun that had Cavill as Superman? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I like still do Superman movie. I, I, yeah. I love Henry Cavill as Superman. Yeah. He's, let him he's, be charming. Let him let him be the man from Uncle. I think Joe, what was yeah. the one <laughs> you had like a good story that like I would watch this as a movie. Was it it wasn't just Red Sun. There was another DC one. You're like, I'd watch this Elseworlds story. I forget what it was now. I'll think on it and come back to you because I, yeah. I, I I really only liked a few, so I can't uh keep up my finger on it right now. Or you know what? I'd watch a JSA movie. So would I. A JSA movie. Like if you did an old school JSA. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. It just even the Jeff John's stuff I thought was actually great. Yeah. I, I'm I it's he's a one trick pony and I like the trick every single time. I so would watch a his. JSA movie <laughs> or Morrison's um whether you like him or not, Morrison does write books to become movies. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would watch any of uh his multiversity stuff where he had the different like the multiversity oh, stuff he did was great. Yeah. I'd watch that. that. I think rather than try to do a shared universe, do a do a like just yeah. Elseworlds. Do Elseworlds trilogies. And I think that's what they're doing. I think that's Maybe. what they're doing. With I hope Pattinson. so. I hope so. Yeah, I, okay, I was thinking about this earlier. I really want slapstick to come back. I don't think it ever will, <laughs> but I would love to see like Pattinson doing like a an, an Adam West type Batman, where he's just like just having fun <gasps> with it. Yeah, Twa. poof. And then you know you still then you still bring back Arnold as Mister Freeze. <laughs> Be cool, vampire boy. I, I know it's never gonna happen, but that's no. what like I would love to see a fun Batman again. Yeah. SNL, this is your time, right? SNL, <laughs> this is your time. <laughs> In, you know, back to the topic of 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 Pattinson. Um, oh yeah. We all have a group chat for you audience members out there. We have a group chat that we talk nerdy stuff in mostly about Pokemon one of our people in our group chat he's a little on the younger side and he was like I'm disappointed they're ruining this and I brought up a point I'm like well you must not remember the reaction the world had to Michael Keaton he goes no I was too young he goes why was and he literally said he goes why was Michael Keaton a, a pussy vampire I'm like no he was Mr. Mom he was literally known for subpar romantic comedies and he was the lesser Tom Hanks yeah like if, you, if you actually look at his movie lineup prior to Batman, it was, that seems like a movie that Tom Hanks refused to be in. <laughs> <laughs> like a movie that Tom Hanks said, no, I, I mean, yeah, it's my, but it's not. And I told him, like, people didn't like Michael Keaton. He was not, this is even before the age of the internet. People were bad. Hell, we have a back issue of a, of a wizard back then that literally said, is Michael Keaton Batman's downfall? Yeah, the, the, a lot of the old magazines. It was called "Follow the very, Bat." Was the article? Yeah, "Follow it, the Bat." It, it, you know, I I go back to something that a lot of people can can recognize immediately is Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. I yep. I remember when they I signed him on as the Joker. 
the uproar that happened in the store on a daily basis yep. for months. Because yep. that was and right it, after Brokeback Mountain. Right. So people were really upset. They're very angry. And all Nicholson's I kept saying, my only joker, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then. And like, and you know, we all know how I, how I feel about it. I'm like, well, Mark Hamill's my only joker, so I don't Agreed. really care who he is. Yeah. But it, <laughs> most people were like, oh, this guy sucks. Like, what are you talking about? Did you not see th- 10 things I hate about you? Did you not see some of the things this guy can act? He'll be fine. Just give it a chance. Slap some clown makeup on him. You probably won't even know the difference. You know, two years later, we get Dark Knight and... Or sorry, not two years. I think it was four years later. We get Dark Knight. And, he, this, you know, this poor guy's dead. He, he's getting an Oscar for that. Which, like, you even know. though it was a posthumous Oscar... No, he actually probably was... If he was alive, still would have gotten that Oscar. He did a good mm-hmm. job. Yeah. And I'll give you another one. Uh, people were really mad when Chris Evans was cast as Captain America. Oh, I remember that. We had customers yeah. coming in like, aren't you guys disgusted? And actually, Joe and I were like, nah, no, give him a chance. Yeah. I had just seen Sunshine. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, he is he really good in, in Sunshine. I, I, I've always thought he could do almost anything. Yeah, agreed. Like I, when he was the Human Torch, I'm like, well, you're, gonna be, you're not mad that he was a Human Torch. I'm like, first off, I don't really care. No. You know what? Yeah. Wait until you see whatever it is in context, because even a trailer is not telling you exactly what you're about to see. If you yeah. can't see it in motion, don't be that upset about it. It'll be fine. Yeah, and there's one thing for an actor to be bad. Like, it, like if, if it's written well and it's acted terribly, it's one thing. Yeah. But almost every single one of his movies that he had that weren't that great was not because of him. No, it's it was just a bad the writing. Movie. It was just a bad no. writing. It was just a bad movie. So I never didn't like him being in that. I, I was down for it. Stand behind push. Yeah. I stand behind push to this day. He was I wish that push. was an actual universe of superheroes that we got to live in. That was the X Men movie cool. I wish we could have gotten. Yeah, uh, the uh, I always go back to uh, not another teen movie. Because he was the best in that. I loved him in that. <laughs> Speaking of that, that great meme where it's the the, oh, the, yeah. the visual of him staring at the picture yes. of him with, with it's America's ass. That's America's ass. America's ass. Yeah. It's so great. But I I had right before they had announced his casting, I had just seen. I think I'm one of six people who saw uh, Sunshine in theaters. No, one of five. 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 Yeah, five. we were there with you. Super great <laughs> film, underrated. <laughs> But he was good in it. The drama part. People are like, he can't be dramatic. I'm like, actually, he was. He should have gotten a nomination for Sunshine. He was incredibly good in that. So it's like, just see what he does. And back to the original point we said to Ryan, just see what he does. If he is bad in that movie, okay. But I also know Matt Reeves is a really good director. I liked all his Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah. I make fun of Cloverfield on like a daily basis. So I'm all for Matt Reeves doing anything. Hey, he co-created Felicity, all right? And he can keep that. <laughs> that curly-haired lady is awesome in The Americans. He co-created that with J.J. Abrams, all right? Wow, oh, things I didn't know. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's like, a, that's a... But Felicity, we're talking about Felicity. Felicity. Yeah, Felicity. Felicity. Really? Him and J.J. That's Abrams. Why, that's why a lot of his early movie, that's why she's in Mission Impossible. That is amazing. She's I didn't only know that. in it because she did idea. it as a favor to Abrams. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm all for it. I'm, we all know I wasn't a huge fan of Affleck as Batman. Not that there's anything really wrong with him. I just didn't you know, like it that much. It's I would have been a huge fan of Affleck as Batman if we had got to watch him become that Batman. No. Uh, I just, I feel like that guy's a good actor. Yeah. And I, and I feel like it may not have been his fault that a yeah. lot of it was the way it was. I just didn't, it's not even that I didn't buy it. I just didn't like it. No, and I don't I mean, have reasons. I, I like BVS. I have lots of reasons why I hated it, but I don't put it on any one person. That was clearly too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. And that's where I was going to go back to. Like Ben Affleck, I didn't mind him as Batman or as Bruce Wayne. It's just the material he had to work with. I just didn't like that the Batman was he was playing. Just not great. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of that was his decision no. or anything like that, which is why when he was saying, well, if I'm only going to do a Batman movie, if I can write and direct it, and then went to writing, and then it went to, well, I guess I'm just not going to be in it. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, what a bummer. Like, you get to play, you get to pick Bat, you get to play Batman. You get to pick for this thing. And you've got to play the Batman that can't stand being Batman. 
Yeah. <laughs> like that's gotta be, especially like that's gotta be no one's dream. Dude, I feel like Cavill's probably in the same boat. I can't wait to play Superman. This is the greatest thing ever. And then you're playing depressed, very sad, robot. very like robot yeah. Superman. Which is a crime because that guy is so charming. He is, yeah. there's charisma. Like he is insanely fantastic in everything else he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Especially yeah. the Counts of Monte Cristo. He was the best in that one. Why do you have to do that? Hurtful. <laughs> you know what, no matter what. Have oh. you seen the Count of Monte Cristo? Of course Cristo? not. Well, why would you? It's true. It's a nerd but, movie. You could have seen it. You, you probably should have. But yeah, it, it was. Look, it I took probably place. should have, but I didn't. Yeah, the one with Guy <laughs> Pierce in it and uh, and Jesus and that one. Jim Caviezel. Yeah, Jim Caviezel. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, she just gave us the look. Like, what is Jesus doing in a movie? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but he he played the he played um, uh, Count whatever the heck his name is Kid, mm-hmm. and he was actually fine. He, he played Count played Monty. Fernand. Yeah, he played Fernand <laughs> Fernan. Kid. Thank you. Yeah, Fernand Mondego. That's correct, Brian. <laughs> I got the name now. <laughs> you did. You did. I'm so proud. I, I use word association. <laughs> I hate you so much. You're I was going to really mess with Jen and be like, yeah, he played Count Monty and then. And then he hung Cabell out with some Christo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. She's not that, that gold. Uh, no. Yes, she is. <laughs> I have a basic sort of lot of but no, like well, you know what? let's you know let's go on to something that Jen absolutely knows okay <laughs> oh, let's no. go on to uh, Swamp Thing was released so Jen you had to have watched this yeah, Jen no, you're no, a no, horror no, no, master no. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet I didn't get a chance to watch it yet I didn't so watch I don't want to talk about it yet oh Jen you didn't watch it I watched but it. you're the horror mistress shut up yeah I thought you, were, you were looking forward to this I really Enthusiast. was and Couldn't then this bothered, weekend huh? my my job turned this weekend into a bit of a oh, I don't know what that's like wow. <laughs> I'm really sad. I really, really meant to watch it. Um, so I'm just going to watch this ep- week's episode and next week's episode for next episode. All right. Sure we'll, get in, we'll get into it next ep- next uh, next week's podcast. I'm so excited. It's going to be so bad. <laughs> yeah. I will say one remark on it because I did watch it. This is not a spoiler. Yeah. It's a damn shame the guy who plays you know Swamp Thing before he becomes Swamp Thing. It's a damn shame he's only in this episode. Oh, uh, yeah. Because after this, uh, it's actually another person playing Swamp Thing. So he actually built a physical suit. This guy... Great chemistry oh. <laughs> with everybody, yeah. including the camera. Oh, <laughs> well, bye. <laughs> I was right. like, man, you could have given a bad performance, so at least I'd be happy to not see you again. Yeah. <laughs> you could have been this show's Laurel. Oh, oh man. Oh, but you're Laurel. not. He actually super amount, great chemistry, super amounts of charisma, delivers the cheesiest lines so well. Okay. All right. All right. Save all it. Right. We'll save it. We'll it was just one of those like. Don't do that. If you know you're not going to have an actor in your show, just pick anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably what they did, and then you just ended up being really good. <laughs> ended up being really good. But, oh, damn. Has he been in anything else? He's in a bunch of stuff coming up, and he's been in a couple small things. Uh, yeah. Well, so, uh, let's go on to him. let's go on to the Terminator trailer. Terminator. The Terminator. <laughs> a lot of people like it, but don't like it. I, I'm fine with it. A lot of people don't like that there's two Terminators. Whereas for me. As long as you get that, this is to me is the natural progression. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. you have a metal endoskeleton one, and you have a T one thousand one, which is the liquid metal, and then this takes place what twenty years after those. Mm-hmm. So yeah, why wouldn't you have a metal endoskeleton with a metal, you know, with the liquid metal outside? A T eighteen hundred. Yeah, a T eighteen hundred. That's exactly Excess. what it is. Yeah. Excess. <laughs> Excess. <laughs> Excess R. <laughs> no, 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 no. The other, the other one's the XR model. He's the XS. There we go. And, and he's uh, the XS Max. Yeah, the I Terminator. <laughs> yeah. 
but I, I'm perfectly fine with them being two physical Terminators because that would make sense to me. I hope that it actually is two separate Terminators. Yes. Not where it's just one where his skin comes up, but I hope that Exoskeleton is one independent and the liquid one is, and they function as like a symbiotic pair. Exactly. Oh, That'd cool. be so cool to me. That's what I was thinking as well. It's basically like uh, like Eddie Brock. Yeah. As nice. Venom. Like you have the, the skin. I'm calling it now. You never talked about this. The little girl they're trying to rescue, I'm calling it now, is related to John Connor. That's like his long lost daughter or something. Yeah. Like yeah. like he happened to like like have a one night stand with some chick and then uh, the Terminator sent someone. So I think the reason why Arnold's still alive in this Mm. is that they send another Terminator back into the past and actually successfully murder John Connor. But, uh, you know, and so, you know, the, his mom and Arnold were just too late. So then they just kind of like, well, you know, our our feature is kind of screwed now. Let's just, you know, live off on our own. Yeah. And then if you come to find out, oh, no, this little girl is John Connor's daughter. And then she rises up to become even more successful than John Connor was. That's what I... That's what my own personal yeah. thing is. I also think the the other chick in this is definitely like some kind of clone of Sarah Connor. Oh, yeah. The Terminator chick who's... So they revealed in the synopsis today that she is a person that has had Terminator implants inserted into her, which is what you and I had theorized yeah. a week ago. Yes, we did. So <laughs> I, I feel like she's like... I feel like it's, an, it's a terrible reference, even though I love this movie, but I know it's bad. I feel like it's like Alien Resurrection, where they were like, we're going to create a xenomorph from Ripley's, and she keeps killing them. I feel like this one's like, we're going to clone Sarah Connor and make her a Terminator. See how that works out. Apparently, pretty well. Because they both have that, I want to see your manager haircut in the movie. Yeah, they do, actually. I love that poster. She wants to see your manager. And she's done asking. Karen. Karen. <laughs> I saw that meme and I thought the hair was like photoshopped in. No, that's her hair in the movie. I didn't realize yeah. it was actually. So the rumor is that in this movie... Um, Walmart it's not goes. Skynet. <laughs> Walmart becomes Skynet. Walmart becomes because you know they she, are. She asked for the manager one too many times. They're getting a Claire's inside of them. They're clearly a Skynet. <laughs> uh, the rumor is that it's not called Skynet in this movie anymore. Now it's called Legion. All right. Uh, so I'm I don't wondering. Know why okay, would... I have a theory. Okay. What is it? But I have to talk about the terrible Terminator. You know, all of them since two. Um, okay. In the most recent one with Amelia Clark. You see another Skynet um, played by Matt Smith, which I have mm -hmm. come to learn almost no one was aware that Matt Smith was in that movie. Yeah. Judging by its box office, it's because no one saw it. Yeah. But that Skynet is not our continuity Skynet. That Skynet is from another dimension. And while in this continuity, Skynet was able to time travel, that one's able to dimension hop. So I'm wondering if they're going to pick up on that, at least the concept of that, and say that Legion is two different Skynets that merged into one and became Legion. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. That could be. Yeah. It's all speculation. It's literally the only reason I can imagine you changing the damn name. I would be really sad if Skynet wasn't what they called it. That's such a great bad guy name. Yeah. Well, they're testing it now. So if test audiences don't like it, just ADR a new name. That's the thing about this. And Skynet doesn't have a physical form. Yeah. Although watch this movie. It's some dude with a name tag that just says Legion. <laughs> it's like, well, it's already there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. All right, and then uh, let's get on to uh, the last bit this week, which is Godzilla was finally released. Godzilla. You'll Godzilla. get caught up in the Godzilla. Godzilla. Go, go, Godzilla. No, Jen. What the, what the went, hell? You went too far. I went too you far. You messed it up. I messed it up. We're Jesus. doing crossfire over here, and you're over here hopscotching. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Besides, it would be go, go, power, kaiju, Godzilla, Mothra, Rodan. There you go, Jen. Thank you. I did your joke for you. Thank you. God. But what did you guys think in the movie? Because you guys saw it at a different time as us. I'm going to say the thing I'm about to say, but it's going to sound like a shitty insult to Godzilla. All right. But I had a blast, and I loved it. Part of that's because, like, I know a lot of people are not liking it. I don't go into these counting them as real Godzilla films. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, the no, Toho no, ones not. are real Godzilla Toho, films. Exactly. Yeah. So therefore, I'm not judging this film against the Toho ones. I'm no. judging this film as a fun monster movie, and that's what this movie was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if I was judging it as a Toho Godzilla film, no, it's not as good as those films, or at least doesn't have the same charm. And you never will because the Toho Jap- Jap- the Toho Godzilla films are very. The charm is the Japanese culture with which they exist in. That and the people actually playing the Godzillas. Yes. So for me, if I did judge it that way, maybe I wouldn't have had as much fun. But I didn't judge it that way. So I had a blast and it fulfilled my one requirement. It had the damn twins in it. the twins. Yeah. I was so- and I'm going to call out Nerdist right now. You guys did not watch that movie because yeah. they did a whole video and they're like, so what do you guys think? Should they put the other twin in the movie? Da, 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 da. I'm like, she's, she's in the movie. In the she's movie. the one watching Mothra while the other one is on the plane. They have two different hairstyles and two names. Yeah. Shame on you for making Jessica Chobot read a really badly researched uh, piece. <laughs> <laughs> Jen? See, I have a similar, similar take on it, too, because I friggin' loved it. I don't have nearly as big of a Toho background as you do. Yeah. I've watched Mothra... Mothra. Mothra. Mothra's my... All right, so the original Mothra (laughs) is my favorite. Okay. That's a great film, though. It is so good. And it's, you know, you get Worm, and then you get Cocoon, and then you get Mothra, and every stage is super interesting. And I, it's... You get Infant Island, which was, like, as silly as it was, it was still cool. Yes. Um, So I've seen that one. I've seen the original Godzilla, and I have... Okay, here's... I can never say Ghidorah. Ghidorah. Yeah. I can never say Ghidorah unless somebody says else says it first. But I have seen that movie too, and <laughs> so like does... in those three okay, movies, yeah. really built up. I think I had a different experience from seeing them. If you mm-hmm. haven't like like when they said the oxygen destroyer, I was like, I oh. lost my shit. So did I. Well, you saw me. I like literally clapped. I know. We were like, yeah. I spontaneous was like, oh, ah, and clapped. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I mean. I think I went into this movie the same way I went to Jurassic Park. I went into all I go into all Jurassic Park movies going, I better see some dinosaurs eat some freaking people. And then, you know, yeah, and that's what you got. And that's so you if you go into Godzilla, I won't expect to see Godzilla punch another monster with his breath. Yeah. Like I want like <laughs> Exactly. And, and you know what? And I got so much more than that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I really enjoyed it. And the callbacks were, they weren't even awkward. It, the Skull Island callbacks, after a while, I was like, yes, we this get is it. the we same universe that's, as Skull Island. That's why I will not uh, give Corden to Nakia's complaint about the movie. Yeah. Okay, we'll get to Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, the callbacks were great. Like, the twins were there. The Oxygen Destroyer was there. Like, even just hearing this Mothra song in the credits just made me kind of like... Like you know, like warm and happy. happy inside. Yeah, you know it's it's not gonna win you any awards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm super glad that Millie Bobby Brown was not the twin because there was like mm-hmm. a theory going around that she was gonna be the twins, especially because trailer super misleading. She has like zero screen time with any of those monsters. She's mm-hmm. barely in the movie, even. I mean, yeah, yeah. 
Which you know, super misleading. Which I'm okay with. That's what I, I, I mean, want from a a modern Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want people in it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of enjoy watching. You know, I mean, they're doing the whole component of like the futility of trying to stop a natural disaster, mm-hmm. and then just messing it up. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I know one of the big criticisms that, and I I I guess I'm going to say I very much disagreed with this one. They're like, oh, all the people were so superfluous and didn't matter as compared to the first one. I'm like, no, the people in the first one did not matter. No. These people in this one, Monarch was moving the plot along. When Godzilla was defeated, they recharged him. They were freeing them. For good or for bad, the people were actually facilitating the plot. See, my thing there is, it feels like people are more critical because the humans weren't the victors. Yeah. Like, it's a little... I hate to say a little like bright burn, but like you're not gonna get like at the end of that movie, Godzilla is your king. Yeah. Like <laughs> Um, but they they do play this ancillary role almost. Yeah. As like, you know, puny humans, but it works really well for the universe and for it's a Godzilla movie, guys. Yeah. And what, what little I, what little humans can do in this they movie. Really they do. Film, yeah. They do. Like they're like, all right, well, you know, we're gonna fight with Godzilla. They yeah. don't do much, but they're able to like distract Ghidorah, so that mm-hmm. way Godzilla can do some cool stuff against yeah. him. Yeah. And if the humans really, I don't want a human story in modern Godzilla. Exactly. Yeah. I want I them to it. facilitate it, yeah. but not be it. And I get mm-hmm. it, you know, back then in the old Japanese ones, because you know you didn't really have special effects. You you only could do so much with stuff, mm-hmm. and then you put your person in your Godzilla, you know, puppet, and you you know you you battle it out. Whereas this one, <laughs> like like nowadays, you have entire movies like Avatar itself is just almost one entire CGI movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though there are human aspects to it, that's mostly a CGI movie. Oh, for sure. So you can do that with modern day movies. At Kong Island, there was a lot of Kong in that. Even though the humans did, but humans did the exact same thing. They facilitated the plot yeah. for our monster enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think to your point why I don't want humans in a modern day Godzilla movie American, but I do like the humans in the Japanese mm-hmm. one. Is mm-hmm. they also serve two different purposes. In the yes. Japanese one, they're there because it's a political commentary thing. Yep. Yeah. It's usually a spoof of what's going on politically in Japan, mm-hmm. and it's usually because the movie has a much the Godzilla himself is always used as a messaging tool for environmentalism, whatever. Which this one kind of was, but not really. It was just a fighting movie. Yeah. yeah. Had this movie had more of a message and had a more of a like political point, then yes, I want more from the people. Well, this mm-hmm. this did have a no, political point. Um, yeah. uh, a nuke saved us. Boom. <laughs> Literally, uh, <laughs> uh, I kind of figured it would. I, I don't know. I kind of took away more of a lesson of you can't just kind of give up on the world and just let it all burn down. No, that's exactly, yeah. what it, no that's exactly what it is. So mine was a joke. Thing. I know it was, but, <laughs> but I'm going to just throw that out there. Okay, am I the only one who thought? So you know, Godzilla. I'm, I'm assuming it was Atlantis. That's what I'm going to go yeah, with. Yeah, I think that was Atlantis. That was basically I Atlantis. Assumed. So did anybody else when that nuke went off like oh that history <gasps> oh yes! me too oh my god I was like I was like oh you I'm okay. like you guys just discovered and then obliterated Atlantis oh, yeah. oh, oh you no. can't you can't I mean obviously we weren't the the Earth wasn't going to survive without it yeah but, Atlantis but, oh, might man. have yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> think you would have been around to blow his apartment it. up yeah <laughs> you would have been around to enjoy it. It was but just I one had those, the same oh, thought. Oh no! Oh no! Right. It was like <laughs> an in-universe Library of Alexandria. It was like, yeah, that's oh. exactly what it was. It's like for five minutes, they're like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Look at all these glyphs and all these pictures, mm-hmm. and this is the whole history of Godzilla." And oh my god! And it's like all anything these nerds have ever wanted to know about Godzilla. And then gone. And then, boom! Yeah. I was hoping, my like, please be recording all of this, guys. I hope you're <laughs> recording everything. 
I think there'll be a lot of that on Skull Island. Yes, I agree. And I, yeah. I do to, to go well, back. We kind to the of very already know there is, yeah, because we know there is. So to go back to the very first thing you said. I was living for all the weird little things that they added in yeah. until towards the end when they were beating us over the head yep. with the Skull Island stuff. I'm like, yo, I thought this was cool when it was tongue in cheek. Now I don't feel, I feel like you only know how to write those words on the screen. Even during the, <laughs> the, the credits, I was like, yeah, this is so great. This is so great. And then you get to like the last, I don't know, half of that song and it's all just Skull Island. I'm like, we get it. Who's no. so stupid that they don't understand what's happening here? So about that. Oh, no. <laughs> Nakia's primary complaint. Oh, he goes into it saying, the one thing I want is I want them to set up Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, they did. And I want to see Kong. And we leave, see and he's Kong? like, he's like, there wasn't enough Kong in this movie. I'm like, are you kidding me? There was too much Kong. We got cave paintings. They must have said his name a billion times. Oh they showed his back. All the other kaiju, we didn't get to hear their names of, but we always heard Kongs. We heard that they were all being drawn to Skull Island, and then a good chunk of those scenes at the end were just skull signs, skull, 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 skull. And then one of the paintings is of Kong battling Godzilla. Apparently not enough. How is And I don't want to see Kong because the Kong we saw on Skull Island was an adolescent. So the next, so when we see him, he'll be the adult Kong. I would like to wait for that movie to see the adult Kong for the first time. Agreed. I I highly agree. Absolutely. And um, so, okay, so Joe and I saw it at a different time as you guys. Yeah. Yes. Joe and I, we were in a, we were at a wedding up in New Jersey. Joyzy. So, in Joyzy. Uh, we happened to see the movie at an 11, 11 a.m. showing on Ooh. Friday. <laughs> uh, although it was great. because was, was awesome. Those tickets were only $13 total. Oh, awesome. Oh, <laughs> worth it. Completely worth it. But... So when we got there, the theater was actually fairly full for an 11 a.m. Friday. Oh, good. Like, yeah. like, I mean, it wasn't like packed, but I mean, it was it was roughly about halfway full, nice. I would say. And there was actually a really good reaction with all the fighting and with all of the thing. Uh, we, we Joe and I left the theater absolutely loving the movie because yeah. it was just us two that we were bouncing our, our stuff off of. So for you guys, how was the theater atmosphere? How was the afterward, after talking with everybody? The positive. Everybody yeah. in our theater like was... You heard people cheer at the right moments and yeah. kind of go <gasps> at the right moments and clap at the right moments. Afterwards, everybody was kind of, not just our friends, but mm-hmm. everybody was buzzing about it. And you're hearing like, oh my God, that was so cool. And this and that and that. Yeah. We, we sat next to each other and okay. we were kind of just like, oh, oh my God. Oh my but God, the whole theater good. was doing it. But like, yes, and you could tell there were definitely like a couple like hardcore fans. Cause like yeah. we were really excited for the <laughs> twins. And then like, there were like two other people that were like, Yes. yes. Um, okay, so I will say on that scene, that scene was perfectly timed for me because mm-hmm. right when they started doing it, I'm like, how the hell did she get there? Oh yeah, she was just on the damn plane. Boom, exposition. I'm like, cool, you solved it at the exact right time. Yeah. <laughs> but like- our theater, to give you a reference, was much like the Broly theater. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Nice, nice. Now, there was a person who was sitting um, a few rows in front of us, and they were way closer to the screen than we were. Like, and we had really, like, there were good seats, but mm-hmm. they were, like, real close. But <laughs> that person, when the oxygen destroyer came up, because I was like, because <gasps> I got really excited about yeah. it, I watched that person's hands go up, and they were, like, really freaking stoked. And I was like, yeah, you know what that is? <laughs> this is great. This movie had a bullshit end credit scene. I don't care about Ghidorah's head. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, I feel like they were just, they, they had to point out that, Watch like I, I actually funny enough. Max Landis posted the other day, and Prime and I had just talked like posted on it today. Uh, he was com- I think he was complaining about how uh, I can't remember that guy's name. We're just gonna call him Tywin Lannister because I cannot remember. His oh name yeah, right Charles now. Dance Charles or whatever it is. Dance, yeah. yeah, there we go. He being uh, obvious spoiler, 
him dipping out at the end and not doing anything, not monologuing, not nothing. Max pointed out how crappy it is that he basically wins and he didn't do anything. And then other people in the comments were all like, yeah, but when you monologue, you get caught. That his, He wins in the end. Yeah. He actually <laughs> freaking wins. Like, yeah. he shows up at the end. He's like, I'll take that DNA and I will go make me another Monster Zero. See you guys in the bathtub. Oh, my gosh. And it's going to be so great. And I, I did love how uh, he was even like, yo, why'd you tell him our entire plan? What are you, stupid lady? Yeah. yeah. Like, why did you tell him all of that? <laughs> like, you're having second thoughts after you called your friends to tell them what's happening? Um, You should stay away from the video uh, oh, yeah. monitors now. Yeah. Yo, that scene when Rodan broke out of that volcano, I'm like, this is cool uh, to watch. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the fact oh. that they built a cap onto a volcano. Oh, my gosh. The mm-hmm. splash pages that continually happen throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. All of the beautiful setups to having, like, like Rodan with his wings out on top of the volcano yep. from the bottom of the Like, the shots, the cinematography in this movie is amazing, for especially oh, for yeah. a monster movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was, like, losing my shit yeah. throughout multiple points in the movie because I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, look at that. It's so beautiful. It was great. It was great. Okay, but to nitpick. Yes. Hit okay. Me. Didn't all the scenes on the Monarch plane just scream soundstage? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. They even filmed them so soundstagey sometimes, whereas the Monarch bases were not filmed soundstagey. Also no. nitpick. I got kind of tired. I, I felt like Gadira's uh, uh, scale changed three different times throughout the course <laughs> oh, of the yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. it really bothered me while he was the, the tropical storm hurricane mm-hmm. thing. That that however how big he was oh, yeah. compared to Rodan at that moment, and then the next time you see them, you're like, oh, Rodan's like real small compared to him. Like, no, 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 this is this. You change the scale a lot. Did he soup himself up somehow? How come we didn't did get a nuke? I did love how his heads all had personalities. Yes, yes. that was great. I'm, yeah, I'm a little pumped about Mecha Godzilla or Mecha Ghidorah. I think that's I mean, why I don't like that. Okay, not that I don't like that. I just don't like that end credit sequence because it's clear that that end credit sequence isn't for Kong versus Godzilla. That end credit oh, sequence true. is for the next Godzilla film down the line. I'd rather you set up the next movie in your franchise, which is going to be Kong Godzilla. Honestly, at the same time, I would have been really over it if it had been like yeah, yeah, Kong Island. Kong same. Island. I was expecting Godzilla Island because like I think everybody kind of knows and they've really established yeah. the next movie is mm-hmm. Kong, and so if you really want to create like a larger universe, you have to just kind of like. I was hoping we would see Tom Hiddleston old. Is what I wanted to yeah. see. Oh. Any credit sequence. Did, did did they actually release the name of the next movie already? Yeah. It is they Kong did, Godzilla. It's Kong Godzilla, and then the poster is actually actually looks dope. And then it says one will fall. Oh man, I was hoping it was actually just going to be called like Kong Skull Island. That yeah, way, yeah. it was God, not that Godzilla isn't a big part of it, but it was a Kong movie with Godzilla yeah. in it. No, they showed it at a licensing expo last week. It's actually Aww. I think it's Kong versus Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, it's Kong v Godzilla, okay. and then well, it then says like one will fall. That's not See, the I, correct way to use V and nope. versus, no, and I hate when everybody does it because it's not a legal trial, and so it should be a VS. <laughs> uh, we don't you know. don't know that. Yeah, I would. I would absolutely. See I would watch that. Two, oh uh, my two god! For business, Godzilla shows up yep. and shuffles papers. And Phoenix Wright and Harvey Bird. <laughs> Men be their lawyers. Absolutely. No, men talk the mind taker. Men yes, talk. and then men talk the mind taker. Men talk the mind taker is the judge. No. Yeah, come on. Done. You see, like it's- Godzilla shuffling his business papers really nicely, and Kong just like sh- messes them up. Like, <laughs> then, you know, Godzilla also has a tiny arm, so it's kind of kind of rough for him. Hey, to you do don't anything. know, Jen. It okay. could be that. Okay, but and I will watch it's, it. It's, don't get me wrong; I would watch it too. It's just one of those. <laughs> I have terrible grammar. I don't know crap. But that VVS thing—it's just like you're not fancy. It's Kong and <laughs> would Godzilla. Would you prefer Con X Godzilla? 
Almost. Only if they <laughs> add like a little XOXO at the end. Heart <laughs> Mothra. But yeah, I had fun with the movie. I did like the quick reference to a Mothra egg being found. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. My one thing I did not like is I didn't like that almost all the monsters were all made up for this movie. None of them were from like Godzilla. Yeah. Like, uh, they, like you could see their names on the thing and they're like Methuselah. They all had new, different names and they were all like, some of them were monsters that were like Toho ones, but weren't the Toho ones. I, I almost wonder if they just don't have the rights to all the other yeah, monsters. Yeah, visually they were because I, I, I feel like the few that were named, the actual named ones, aside from the Mutu, those ones being direct, the the Rodan, the Mothras, those. Yeah. The the other ones we saw, I totally was in that boat where I was like, I don't remember that being. And, they and weren't. I, and they were made for it, the movie. I don't remember them being monsters I've seen really. They either. weren't. Yeah. So I was like, man, I either like my, the Behemoth, which is the woolly mammoth right, gorilla yeah. that they created for this movie. Okay, um, good. I'm glad I wasn't. I was. The spider's name was Methuselah, and that actually wasn't Kumanga. Like Kumanga's shaped very differently. Uh, yeah. They made. They they actually did make up. The, there are no other than Rodan, Mothra, and Ghidorah. There are no other Toho monsters in the this spider movie. weirded me out. Right because I, I totally was like, how do I not remember a spider? How am I not there remembering There is a spider this? from Toho, but it looks but it nothing like, look that like that one. It doesn't have those weird like tentacles coming out of its abdomen. Uh, right, I w- and it looked cool. Like that it, thing was cool it looking. Didn't, I just, it didn't look cool. I, I was yeah. confused at this, first. I'm like, well, maybe this is just like a cool version of something I don't. Maybe yeah. I maybe I missed a movie. No, it I wasn't you. It wasn't you. They they chose to for this movie again. Maybe it's a rights thing, or maybe it's kind of putting our stamp on it to largely create a bunch of different kaiju. The the spider reminded me of the spiders on Kong Island. Yeah. The Skullwalkers? Yeah, a little the, bit. Yeah, a little bit of the Skullwalkers. A little bit. No, obviously not the same thing. I like that they brought the Muto back. I thought that was cool. Like, yeah. keep your too. own universe's continuity. I thought oh, that was cool. I agree. Um, I, and then to go back to that Charles Dancer scene at the end, uh, getting the Ghidorah head, I, I'm fine with that mm-hmm. because I feel like the, the Kong versus Skull Island, or the, the Kong versus Godzilla, all the Skull Island stuff at the end, was was their setting up the next movie, mm, and yeah. then that one was like their was their Thanos scene. That's exactly how is, I maybe this That's... is going to be our you know Avengers. You know, well, like, let's be honest. We yeah. all know what Kong and Godzilla's going to be. We're going to fight, fight, fight. Something bigger is going to come along. Yeah, then we're going to fight it together. One of us will die to beat the thing that we're both fighting. Exactly. You know, let's be honest. Maybe it is the Ghidorah. Maybe. Maybe, maybe it is. <laughs> no, I, I want it to be Destroyer. Since we already had oh, awesome yeah. destroyers, so now make Destroyer from that. Agreed. I, I will say one thing I didn't like the little contrived scene where you know Ghidorah dies or whatever, and then you see the head start to like wiggle around, and it's like oh it's just Godzilla has it in its mouth. That's I thought that was so weird. That it was, was like, so what? dumb to me. <laughs> so this movie, the whole time we were watching it, uh-huh. I could not help myself. I'm like cancer, 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 oh, oh cancer. Yeah. All of you have cancer, cancer, yeah. cancer, Everybody's cancer, cancer. Yep. Bunch of cancer there. Ooh, there's some cancer over there. Oh, did Godzilla just do this thing? All of y'all have cancers. Everyone in this movie, you better not be in the sequel. I think we walked out and there was a girl saying to her boyfriend, so do you think that lady's alive in the end? To which then Brian and I entertained ideas of how she could have still been alive. They were like, um, no. Cancer. She, they she all have nuked. cancer. Yeah, she, 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 she was she in the got, middle of that city with no way out. Yeah, and also, he was radioactively not, like blasting. Also, they could not have gotten far enough away for them to also not have cancer. You so all have cancer. Oh, yeah. many people that survived this movie, I have no understanding of how. They ain't surviving much longer. They better all have cancer, 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 cancer. Radiation's killing you all. And how did that giant plane that they're on, their their base, how come that's the only one that ever survives all of the encounters? You mean the biggest target? The biggest tar- the biggest slowest, slowest target. That one and then whatever thing that that uh that that uh that one dude was on. Yeah. The the, the helicopter. The, Oscar, the, the helicopter yeah, the guy. Yes. Yeah, that guy. 
whichever one, whatever he was on was fine, and whatever was the giant plane that were, they were good. Okay, Everything so the else shot was screwed. The shot when they're pulling up to the Arctic base, and you see the big monarch plane. Uh huh. And then you realize how big it is when the bay, the bay doors open, and thirty of those helicopter Ospreys pop up. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. A plane that big cannot fly. What is fueling this? <laughs> I was getting confused. So in the Rodan chase sequence, every time they were like 30 seconds away, like or you know, they start at two minutes. I'm like, yeah. you can't go fast enough to avoid that. Look at how big that thing. Why is Rodan even bothering with those tiny ships? How can it see the tiny Although, ships? Although, when that dude ejected into its mouth, oh, that, that was, was great. Oh, I love that spiral the attack The spiral move. attack was or the was best. Like, it's yeah. just like, oh my also, god. Also, I'm, I'm believing that Monarch just has infinite planes. Oh, it has infinite funds as well. <laughs> they have a larger air force than any country on the face of this earth. Well, you mean considering at the very end, Monarch's the one that showed up in Boston, not like the U.S. The US or... <laughs> Ooh. They've been saving all their money from forever and ever and ever trying to prove that the monsters are real. And they're I the guess. only ones who are ready. They're the ultimate doomsday preppers. I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, all right. I think that's uh, that's enough for this week with uh, with our Godzilla talk and all of our comic talk. Do we recommend? Oh, yes. absolutely. Aggressively. If, if you have not seen this movie and you enjoy giant monsters fighting, go yeah. see it. Just don't. Don't do yourself a disservice. Don't try to go in judging it as a Toho film. It's not. Although Just, I, I will say I do love everybody online uh, talking about how, oh, uh, Godzilla versus Kong is going to end with both of them realizing they know someone named Mothra. Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh. just a small shout out to that because that's phenomenal. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, go see this movie is a real sting to the wing. Go see it. Sting to the God, I hate you. Because <laughs> it was so good, Brian. Hey, bros before heroes. <laughs> I want to see both of them like like fist, fist pound, bump, like like, fist like Kong and Godzilla, yeah, just like. Mm-hmm. And then they form, a, and then they form like a, a small shock wave because it's so powerful. Because it has oh, such tiny God. arms, though, Kong will have to full extend to get yeah. to that fist bump. <laughs> it's like Godzilla ten percent, Kong ninety yep. percent. Yeah. Fist bump. <laughs> all right. Well, good episode, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quality yeah. content. Quality hope you guys content. all enjoyed it. Yeah, I hope you guys did because we kind of did. We did. This is a good episode. Of Delicious dish. Mm. Today on the Delicious Dish, I'm, I'm Terry, otherwise known as Anthony. <laughs> My name is uh, Joe, also known as uh, Alec Baldwin of the Sweaty Balls. Ooh, oh, I love your Sweaty Balls. Oh, nice, nice. My name is uh, Brian. I'm known as the Charles Dancer. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I just in my head went Charles Dancer, a dancer for how, money. How about, how about you, Jen? And I'm Jen. Nice. Jen doesn't give delicious so great. dishes. No, nope. she doesn't. <gasps> no, I'm the NPR viewer. Okay, you know, and she gets it. She, yeah, gets, she gets it. She's it. good. She's good. Yeah. Well, you you get go. the real version of right. our fake version. Yes. We're going to go, go sweep up some sorghum now. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Sweep up yeah. some sorghum. Once mm-hmm. again, uh, we film live upstairs in Tate's Comics. Woo! 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 Powered Woo! by our friends, the 3000 Brigade. Oh, yeah. Woo! And uh, you can find us online, uh, you know, on the Instagrams and on the Facebooks. interwebs. All over the interwebs. You can hit us up. Tate's the, Comics. The We're pretty easy to find. Yeah. Yeah, we are. And uh, that was this week's episode. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye. So long. Farewell. So Tater talk. Goodbye. <laughs>